pressure on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Remaining. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yo, yo. What is up, everybody? And welcome to Top Room Sports. Let's Podcast. go, y'all. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats joined. With my man, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. Yes, sir. How we doing tonight, Ben? Doing well. Nice. Now that uh, now that the first week woes of uh, football betting are out of the way, oh. we can actually get into uh, <laughs> into a real season, real uh, real bets, and finally have some uh, some better luck. Man, it was a it was a rough week. Well, let's so let's talk about that. What did you learn about week one? No, I mean you and I talked about it. I, I gotta, I gotta echo what you mentioned was that teams that don't play their starters in the preseason are not going to play well. And I think we could all, we, we all knew that. At least the first half of the game was not going to go the way of a player that you know has been sitting down their ass practicing, but not in game game mode material. So the first thing I thought about this weekend was last year. Um, when we uh, hold on, I just got an update. Hold on, what happened? Oh, the Diamondbacks lost. Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, the last year, the first week, a lot of favorites covered. It was yeah. like a lot of favorites covered, and the books took a beating because you know majority of the public bets on the favorites, um, and then you know the books lose a lot of money. This year. A lot of dogs, I mean, dogs were only six, nine, and one, to be honest, but the big dogs covered. Yeah. The big underdogs, all the dogs that were seven point touchdowns, all of them except for the Jets. And honestly, the Ravens didn't even look that good. They were like, they had two big plays, which basically were the, the, the game, but the Ravens also didn't play starters. And they were playing the Jets. So, but I mean, honestly, the Jets were able to move the ball on the Ravens. The Jets didn't look terrible by yeah. any stretch. They, you know, they had some woes, and it's the same thing with the Broncos and Seahawks. Like you look at the box score of that game, and you'd be like, "Dude, the Broncos scored like forty points." I mean, yeah. they they doubled Seattle's production on offense. Oh yeah, but but stupid plays, stupid decisions, stupid coaching. But I mean, they had two no fumbles there. at the one that had happened one. since yeah. nineteen eighty two. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like crazy things happen, but. This is why I always tell people, like, and I, I, I've i been telling Irv all summer, dude, like, the margin of error in the NFL and, like, the margin between the good team and, like, the worst team, it's not that big. These are professional football players, dude. A touchdown is a lot of points. A touchdown is a lot of points, but... Especially on the road. I mean, I think you've got to look at it differently between week one and week 13. You know, and see when people... Sorry, dogs went 8-8 eight eight last week, so 50%. Yeah, when teams are in their groove and they've gotten, you know, over halfway through the season, I think you can pull a bigger separation of where the top and where the bottom is. Yeah, I mean... You're, you're, you're but, telling me that there's there but, isn't a touchdown difference on no, any given day between the Bills and the Jets last year? No, I, I agree with that. Um my 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 pushback is though that the the spread is the great equalizer, right? Yeah. That's why the spread is there. So, yes, we will get teams, and I, and we have some in week two that are ten point favorites, and mm-hmm. they probably rightfully should be ten point favorites. Yeah, but that's why the the spread is the great equalizer. Like all these ten point favorites. Remember last year, the Chiefs were the worst team against the spread, mm-hmm. and they won how many games? They won twelve games. They were twelve yeah, and, four, and or eleven five. Their spread wasn't even as big as they were two years ago. Yeah, well, I remember I mean, two years ago, we had 14, 15 point spreads. Was that the one where they, they were like 19 point favorites against the Jets? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and it has changed, dude. And, yeah. But I think it's important, and, I, and I'm not telling people to go out and bet all underdogs. I'm just saying that you need to think about it like, okay, 
yes, this team is a touchdown favorite, but the the spread is the great equalizer. Is this team really a touchdown better, especially on the road? A lot of road dogs did not, or a lot of heavy road favorites didn't cover this weekend, right? And some of them lost outright. Yeah. The Niners lost outright. The Broncos lose outright. I mean, the Colts might as well have lost. They tied yep. the seven-point favorites. So I just think it's important for for every better to understand that, you know, favorites are going to be heavily bet on, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why the spread exists. Yeah. So just, you know, everyone's got to take that into accountability. Absolutely. Just, and, and your handicap should, should uh, you know, incorporate that. I'm a much better college football better than I am NFL. I'll be the first one to admit that. In college football, you're dealing with 25-point favorites, 32-point favorites, 40-point favorites, right? And I always, you know, Irving's getting new into betting. I I tell him, like, yo, 30 points in my opinion, I don't care who the fuck it is. That's too many points. Like, I'm not laying 30 points, dude. Yeah, You know, even if it's Michigan versus Colorado State, close 31 and a half. Yeah. I'm not laying 31 and a half. Either I take the dog or I don't play it at all. Yeah. I'm not laying 31 points. Yeah, no. And and you everybody's got to find their own like their own strategy, their own um that that balance of of how much is too much. Yeah, cuz I mean sometimes the best bet you make is the one you don't make at all. Yeah. You know? And I think you can even look at that at the Vic too. Like if you've got something I know, you know, something that you've told me from the get-go, was anything over minus 150? Don't take it unless you're because, like very confident that that yeah. team. And that's th- this is more to do with uh, baseball betting than yeah than anything. But you know, perfect example today: the the uh, New York Mets closed four forty, four forty five, four fifty. Some books, yeah. And I personally had it priced at minus six fifty. Jacob Degrom's on the mound against Adrian Sampson. Adrian Sampson hasn't been good on the road all year. Yeah. The Mets are obviously a better team. The lineup is better. And they lose four to nothing. Yeah. You know? You if you put a if you put a hundred dollars on the Cubs today, you won three hundred and sixty seven dollars. Congratulations. Yep. yep. Biggest dog to hit since twenty nineteen. That's how big yep. of a, a gap it was. But that's the thing. You you lay four hundred to win one hundred, you just lost four hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. It it it's too much way too of much a, of a chance a huge that, risk. that underdog wins. Yeah. You know? And that's that's what I'm saying. Like I gave the Cubs a five percent chance to win that game. Yeah. And they won. And but they there's still it. that 5% chance. Like, yeah. it's sports, dude. Yeah. Anything can happen. And these are Any all professional day. athletes. Yeah. So that's something to take into consideration. Um, let's talk about, before we move into the games we picked, Ben, um, let's talk about uh, some Well, before key... we get into those games. Okay. We got to remind everybody that oh, it is yeah. beer clock. Oh, yeah. That tonight we are being sponsored by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com, download the Tavour app. Oh, yeah. And get ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty five dollars or more. Do you have a two-hour beer tonight? I don't, but I am drinking a nice beer. I'm drinking nice, okay. uh, the Atomic Duck Ooh, that's from a good one. Abel Bra- Baker Brewing Company. I actually yeah. haven't had it since you and I went to the brewery. Yep. I think that was uh, last year during this time. Yep, opening opening weekend. Yeah, so, so I haven't had it in that long. I was at the store the other day, the grocery store, and they had it there in Hell sixteen yeah. ounce cans. I got a four pack. I was like, "Oh, dude, I haven't had this in a while." Huh. Drank a couple on uh, on Saturday as I fucking crushed the college football weekend, dude. I was there having the time of my life. There we go. But yeah, man, uh, uh, you know it's a good IPA. It's definitely one that like I wouldn't drink a lot of. Like I had two of them on Saturday and I was good. You know, yeah, feeling yourself. watching UFC and just great Saturday night. We didn't get yep. to talk about it on Sunday because you were on a honeymoon. I was out drinking, drinking wine. Nice, dude. Hey, yeah, gotta love I, wine. What are I you sipping on right now? I replenished my wine stack, so I'm definitely happy about that. Um, I am sipping on uh, Sierra Nevada. Uh, so this is liquid hoppiness. I did it on Tap Room, <laughs> our Sunday show, you know, a while back. Um, but it's a seven percent. It's a um, it's a juicy IPA, so it's got a little bit of haze to it, but it's more kind of. Yeah, you know, uh, kind of has that fruitier forward taste to it um, that you're getting out of the hops. Um, not necessarily, you know, any any fruit in this, but um, at seven percent, it's a it's a good beer. I was over at uh, uh, Fieldworks today, and I got to try their Oktoberfest, and whew, it is 
on point. I got a crowler of it. But then I realized sitting here, I don't want to drink 32 ounces of beer. Like <laughs> I've already had, I already had my glass earlier. I'm not going to sit here and drink another two oh, pints. So Sack up, bro. You just had we're dinner gonna, too. Uh, well, that's part of the problem is I'm full from dinner. Yeah, and I need to. Good point. Good point. Uh, Fair you point. Know, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to sit here and I'll always pour a bottle of, uh, you know, of bourbon back there. So I can always have my, uh, my nightcap. Yeah, but... there you go. She'll put you to sleep. Exactly. <sighs> Snoring, dude. Exactly. So I, I got Sierra Nevada. I'm not too sad about that. I know. I know your girl will be like, yo, you need to stop snoring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whiskey Happen. snores, dude. It happens. Um, I did stop at uh, Napa Smith Brewing uh, this weekend. When oh, I was nice. How was that? Got to uh, got to try their Pilsner. To be okay. honest, I wasn't too happy about it. The way that it poured wasn't the greatest. It was uh, kind of warm coming out of the tap. So mm. it just wasn't really ideal for they me. Clean it was their lines. Yeah, something. Um, it was a German pill, so it kind of had that uh, that bite to it. Um, but, I mean, overall, it was a decent beer. Not my favorite pills, but also not the worst. So nice, dude. Yeah. Oh eh. yeah. At least you try something, right? Exactly. Only way to find out is if you try it. Exactly. Oh, and I tried another one. Let me see if I. I know I have the picture somewhere of it, but it was on from the same brewing company. No, this one was. Let me see if I can find it. We got a restaurant. Uh, yeah, this was Sonoma Springs. Um, so this was El Vilante. Um, it was a IPA. It was like a, uh, actually, no, it was a Mexican lager coming in at mm. uh, 5.2%. Mm. And oh my God. This Had a couple of those Firestone Cervezas too this weekend. Absolutely incredible. Oh, wow. That's a nice yeah. can, dude. I like Dope that can, can too. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and keep, uh, keep an eye out for this one. We do get Sonoma Springs down here. So hopefully I can find it and I'll do it on a podcast. It was good. Like this was a five. Five Ooh. out of five beer. Were you already drunk or? No. Oh, okay. No, it was a lunchtime beer, so. Nice, dude. Yeah. That's probably when your palate is like the most fresh, too. Yeah. Nice, it was dude. quality. All right, let's hop in. Or before we hop into some of these games, let's talk about some key injuries that happened this weekend, Ben. So um, we had a few of them, to be honest. Yeah. But the ones I really want to focus in on is obviously Dak Prescott going down for the Cowboys. Um, you know, the Cowboys were two and a half point dogs in that game. I personally, and, and to kind of recap my thought process, because I haven't talked about this yet, and like this is an important thing to do because I lost that game, right? And I thought I had a good handicap on it. And my angle on it was, okay, I got Dallas at home. I got Tampa on the road, new head coach, yep. Bulls is there, a lot of fucking drama in the offseason. Yep. And they have a bunch of injuries on the offensive line for Tampa, and Dallas's defensive line, specifically Micah Parsons, is just an incredible pass rusher, right? So yeah. I was like, okay, they're going to hit Brady a couple times. When Brady gets hit a couple times, that's when he starts to get flustered and really starts to struggle. Yeah. And we saw yeah. it. It happened. Yeah. But Dallas could not move the ball at all, dude. Yeah. But well, I did that, love the under. That was my best bet from the game. I took the under. But yeah, that was something I was looking at. And even before Dak went down, I was like, damn, dude, this Dallas offense sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not a good offense. Well, he, Dak got hurt well, in the fourth quarter, too. So it was it was even later than I, I remembered. Um, I thought it was like the end of the first half. Where it was really Nah, dude, that team sucks, there, that, dude. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one thing that I'm a little surprised about is that we're hearing today that uh, – you know, Mr. Jones comes out and says, well, the surgery went fairly well. He no might chance. be back earlier. Zero chance. Would you even want to bring him back week five against the Rams like they're talking about? No, because this is the thing, dude. If Jerry is serious about because they're probably going to be 0-5 by the time he comes back. I'm not going to lie. What's their schedule, Ben? Do you have their schedule up by any uh, chance? Let's see. Because they're definitely going to lose to Cincy this weekend. So they got Cincy, then they got the Giants. I mean, the Giants didn't look bad against the, Giants, the Titans. Yeah, I don't know if the Giants will continue to play well. Brian Dable, uh, though, that's is true. real. Yep, they, I mean, Tennessee didn't look great either. So well, they we knew Tennessee was going to be dog shit. Yeah, and then who did, uh, who's the Giants play this week? 
No, we uh, need to talk about the Cowboys. What do, who do they play after the Cowboys? Oh, sorry. Uh, then the Washington football team, or sorry, the Commanders. Okay, I mean, uh, they could lose that game. The Rams, week They're five. Lose that game. The Eagles, week six. So, I mean, they could be 0-6. Detroit, week seven. They could be winless by the time that gets back. Yeah. The chances of them making the playoffs. I think, I think they'll win one game there. I think they'll win either the Giants or the Commanders. They could. I they mean, could. I was honestly impressed by the Commanders. I thought Carson Wentz played fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think like once they get Chase Young back, that defense is a lot different. And that defense was, yeah. was fairly good. I thought you know Jacksonville kind of beat themselves at times. Yeah. But... I don't know, dude. I'm. I I thought. I think this division is the Eagles, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Cowboys at this point without mm. Dak. Yeah. So I don't know. If I, that, they could win it. Is it in Washington or at home? Uh, at home. Okay, they'll probably win that game. So they'll probably go yeah. one in four, and yeah. then Dak it Dak gets back. I mean, at that point, like this could be. A blessing in disguise, kind of, because this is a team that lacks depth, right? Yeah. So you get a high draft pick. It's similar to when uh, the Niners drafted Nick Bosa. Like, mm. the year before that, they were good, right? They get Nick Bosa they because they suck. They get yeah. Nick Bosa, and then they go to the Super Bowl because he's a guy that's plug-and-play. Well, who's going to enter this draft this year? Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. You get Will Anderson Jr. and you put him on the opposite side of Micah Parsons, you might have the best pass rush in the NFL. Yeah. If you have an elite pass rush like that, the sky's the limit, dude. Yeah. All you have to have cool. is an average offense. Yep. That's it. Well, how many times are we going to lose Dak for the season? I mean, if he comes back week five against the Rams, you've got Aaron Donald coming down your throat. I mean, dude, the Rams look like shit, dude. Yeah, but again, give them a little bit of time. Let them come out of this, uh, you know, this the Super Bowl honeymoon. I'm not, I'm not. They high played on a hell of a team in Buffalo. Well, you got to. Re- uh, so it comes out. Adam Schefter tweets it right. This is after that game. Uh, he said that the Rams were trying to trade for Jimmy G. That tells me mm-hmm. right then and there that Matt Stafford's elbow injury on his arm, throwing arm, yeah. is is definitely something to be concerned of. Mm-hmm. Right. Their defense looked old, which I talked, which I talked about all off season on on this podcast with when Irving, me and Irving did the previews. I said like this is an older defense at this point, bro. Like every Jalen Ramsey looked bad at the end of last year. He looked awful in game one. The offensive line looked terrible. I mean, dude, this is it's it didn't look like a good football team, and everything I had questions about. Is coming to fruition. And this is what happens when you trade all your draft picks, dude. It doesn't allow you to restock young talent. Yes. But at the same time, we're talking week one. We're talking about starters who hadn't played. We're talking about a team that went deep into the playoffs last year. You can't, you can't, yes. you know, sign them off right now. Absolute valid points that, you know, they're, they're yeah, true. You look at, but you look at next week, they're going to have the Falcons. They're going to mollywop the Falcons. I don't know if they're going to win by 10, but... The Falcons the, looked decent, you know what I mean? And they looked decent in preseason when, they're, when their starters played. Yeah. They have, they, have a, they have good talent on that offense, and they have arguably have the best cornerback in football on the defense. So they can legit, like, A.J. Terrell can legit take away Cooper Cup. And we basically saw the Bills do that. And once they took away mm-hmm. Cooper Cup... The offense had nothing for them. Yeah, but we're talking about an A versus a B offense, or sorry, defense in the Bills versus the Falcons. But AJ Terrell would be the best defensive back on the Bills. That's what I'm saying is AJ Terrell. He's probably the best cornerback yeah. in football. But it's it's a it's a team sport for a reason. It's not a one person. Sure, but the Rams' the offense isn't doesn't have as much talent as the Saints' offense. Surprisingly. And they got a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. Because Matt Stafford, I'm telling you, Ben, he had that there's an issue with his arm, bro. He wasn't making throws that he normally makes. He was and he was holding the ball at times because I don't think he trusted his arm. There's a I mean, reason why the Rams percent. Yeah, seventy five percent throwing the fucking the running backs. That's why they didn't win. 
They couldn't yeah. run the ball. Yes, Bills' defense is much better. The Bills are a much better team than the Falcons. But the Falcons played the Saints, who's a team that, you know, arguably has top three to five talent on their roster in the league. I mean, this is an exceptional defense. They have Mike, they have Slant Thomas. He's back, dude. The Slant Man is back. Chris Olave. I mean, they got a lot of talent, dude. They were 5 0 with Jameis last year. They're not. Dude. In the league, but. Talent. Talent. Yes, they are. For sure. There's no debating that. That defense is top three defense, and that offense is good, dude. You're sleeping on the foul. You're, you're underrating the Saints right now. And it's going to cost you if you bet against if you continue to bet against. Are right, you're you're taking the you're taking the Bucks this week, huh? Maybe. Ooh, dude, you are <laughs> you're definitely losing this week. Uh, all right, let's we we got we kind of got off track. Let's talk about um also before we move on to the games, one more injury to talk about. T.J. Watt of the Steelers. So the Steelers, um, surprisingly upset the uh Bengals. In the game that no kicker wanted to make a kick. Yeah. Evan McPherson. Yikes. But he did have a new snapper halfway through the game, which kind of like mm-hmm. changed things, dude, once that happened. I mean, How it, many it, interceptions did we have this week? Oh, my God. Burrow threw fucking foreigner. They looked like shit, dude. But no yeah. TJ Watt on the Steelers. I mean, yeah. this is a team over under win total, seven and a half coming into the year. Would you go under now? Because I, I mean, dude, no. TJ Watt is one of three defensive players, in my opinion, that affect the point spread. Absolutely, but he's out. What four weeks now? They're saying, but who knows, dude? Yeah, and in those that offense looked weeks, like shit, man. And I mean, Najee those, Harris is hurt, by the way. Yeah, the, I think Najee Harris is going to be a big thing too. Um, you know, but I, I still think they beat the Jets. Um, you know, we had them losing to the Bills. We had it as a dogfight, probably losing to the Browns and the Patriots. The Patriots looked like shit. So I think the, I mean, I think Patriots they can still beat the Patriots, like you know, at this, this point here. So, I, I mean, I think I still like them at that seven and a half mark. I mean, looking, uh, no, no, I don't actually, I don't, I, I go under. Yeah. That offense looked awful. I think that seven and a half is is a stretch. No, at this point it definitely is, especially if you well, don't. No, but even even at the, with this week's win against the Bengals, who I didn't have them winning against, I think that's a stretch. I mean, I think you get a win against the Patriots. Maybe. Yeah, that's a fifty-fifty. The Browns are a fifty-fifty. I mean, you the probably, Browns look good, dude. Yeah, you probably win against the Jets. I told you, you guys the Browns the were going to win that game. Yeah. You lose against the Bills. You lose against the Bucks. You probably lose against the Dolphins at this point. You probably lose against the Eagles at this point. You probably lose against the Saints at this point. Where do they play the Dolphins, though? In Miami. Yeah, that's a tough game. Yeah. The Bengals, I don't think they beat the Bengals again in week, what? Was that eight? One, two, three, four, five, six. In week 10. Nah, the Bengals will don't, win that game. You don't beat the Colts. You probably beat the Falcons. That's three. The Ravens, no. Panthers, yes, it's four. The Raiders, that's 50-50. Where is it at? Uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh, they're going to win that game. The Raiders okay. are, like, defeated since the immaculate catch in Pittsburgh, yeah. dude. I don't think okay. they won there in, like, 30 years. So that's four. And then you've got the Ravens again and the Browns. So you're telling me you have to win four more of those questionable games? I don't buy it. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. And I, I think the Steelers, to be honest, at some point they're just going to throw a picket out there because, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be at that point where – Smart thing to do. Yeah. Why? Get them reps. I don't know. If it, it could be. It could be. I don't know if that's a smart thing to do. But they're going to put them out there because nothing could be as worse as what that offense looked like on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, their defense played so well, dude. I have their defense in one of my fantasy leagues, dude. Mm-hmm. And they put up, like, 23 points. They're, like, one of my highest scores of the week, dude. Yeah. And it's like, when your defense puts up that much, and and their offense really gave them not that much, right? Yeah. You can't expect that every single week, dude. That's just not sustainable. Yeah, but without what are you changing your defense? No, absolutely not. That's why I'm saying, like, they probably won't win a game 
while he's out. Yeah, so that's what that's what I'm asking. Are you since Watt is going to be out? Are you changing your defense in your fantasy? Um, in that league, I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, I'll depends be, what's there. Nah, I mean, dude, I'll put fucking some dog shit defense like the Cardinals in there, dude. <laughs> Might be better. I don't know. Uh, no, nah, that, that's definitely uh being reassessed, you know. But defense in fantasy is like, I feel like it's a hit and miss every week. You can kind of find well, unless you get good this, matchups. <laughs> I mean, you got three interceptions with Pittsburgh, and that's and you got a touchdown, I think, too. Yeah, there's no way I got that many points without a touchdown. All right, let's move into these uh these games for next week. Yeah. Um, before we do go into these games next week, I will say on our we we will be doing best bets. We'll be doing two best bets from this show, and then we'll be putting out Saturday night five bets that we like for the entire week, yeah. which can be anything: props, totals, sides, anything. Last week, my man Ben went one and four. Yikes! Irving went four and one. I went. I thought Irv went four and one. He went four and three one. and two. Didn't he have Seattle? Nah, he did not have he didn't have uh, Broncos. He went he went four and one because I had Dallas as my last play, which would have put me at two and three and two. So I went two and three, and then he went uh, four and one. Because if I hit Dallas, I would have been three and two. He would have been three and two. Yikes! So we're we'll we'll put out two different sections. We'll have two best bets, and then five bets that we like. Saturday night, heading to Sunday, so y'all can tail or fade. I mean, if you faded I'm me and Ben, you probably would have won some money in those bets. <laughs> Not this week. If you, uh, if you, I should have put Seattle on there. I don't know why I didn't, because like I've been talking about that bet all fucking summer, dude. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. It's okay though. Uh, let's talk about this week though. So Thursday night, we got the Chargers Chiefs Ben. We have the Chargers heading into Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City. Right now, they are plus four. They are dogs. And the Chiefs, minus four at home. The total is 54 and a half. What's your thoughts on this game? Both uh, the Chiefs went over last week, and they covered. Chargers went under, and they covered minus three and a half. I mean, dude, the Raiders had... Opportunity after opportunity, and they they squandered it. I didn't yeah. think either team looked very good for the Chargers yep. and the Raiders. But what's your thoughts about this game, Chargers and Chiefs? I really like Kansas City minus four here. Um, <laughs> and part of that is because, you know, you look at, at what the Raiders were able to do against the Chargers and what Carr did against the Chargers. Three interceptions, and those were balls – I mean, those weren't difficult interceptions there, um, you know, and I don't see Mahomes putting up that, that, that type of offense, especially seeing what he did last week. Um, like they, they just ran over Arizona, you know, and, and I know that Arizona's defense isn't, you know, top five in the league. I don't think the Chargers defense is going to be top five in the league. And I don't think they're going to get even close to three interceptions and the, Fumble. Oh no, just just three interceptions. So I think we're going to have a, a high scoring game here. Um, I would probably lean the over, even though it is very high. Um, but I think Kansas City, with with what Mahomes was able to do last week, going almost what three sixty five TDs. Um, you know, I, I see him going. You know, probably three with four TDs here. Maybe three. The, the offense is showing what they were two years ago, and you know it's just it, it's choice after choice of you know even without Tyreek here, you still have so many different uh, like firepowers that you can go. Whether it's Mahomes, Kelsey, um, Hilaire, yeah, it's and you've got. Pacheco here. Who would have thought Pacheco was going to be your uh, your your big man? I mean, I think that. In there. 
I, I, I've been saying, like, I think that part of, you know, what makes Kansas City good and what's going to make them better is the fact that Tyreek Hill isn't there because mm-hmm. I think they over-targeted Tyreek Hill at times last year. Um, and Mahomes forced a lot. And la- and on Saturday and on Sunday, I mean, um, he looked more free. He looked more open. He looked like he was making the right reads, making the right passes. You know, I I was down on the Cardinals coming into this season. I think that their coaching staff is going to get fired at some point in this season, especially yeah. the way they played. Vance Joseph, their defensive coordinator, fucking, he's absolute fucking ass cheeks, dude. Like, his de- his defenses have given up over 40 points a game in the last three games. I mean, that's that's just unacceptable in the NFL. I mean, the the Chiefs just look so much. They out-coached, out-played, out-executed the Cardinals, dude. Yeah. And I just think that this is a this is a Chiefs team that it's crazy to say this, Ben, but they were very underrated coming into this season. Absolutely. Everybody was talking Raiders. Everybody was talking Chargers. Everybody's talking Broncos. Everybody's talking Bills. We forgot the Chiefs are still there, and the Chiefs' yeah. defense got better. They got well, and their offense got better too. Yeah, but specifically their defense. They add oh, George Karloftis, yeah. who yep. was uh, All American last year from Purdue. He's not the Greek freak because it was already taken. So I, they call him they call him something else. But George Karloftis is a fucking freak, dude. Mm-hmm. You put him opposite side of Chris Jones, and Chris Jones is a monster. Yeah, but the Chiefs have never had that guy opposite of him. Now you have two of those guys, and then they've just been building Nick Bolton in the in the linebacking. This is a good defense. It's an underrated yeah. defense. I mean, dude, yeah. the score doesn't even dictate how much they dominated that game on Sunday, yeah. bro. Like, they absolutely fucking dominated it. And I, talk, I talked to you this week, and I was like, bro, one of my favorite bets is the Chiefs. The only reason why I didn't put it out on one of my favorite bets is because if I were to put it publicly, the Cardinals would have won, yeah. and I would have yeah. lost money. Yeah. You know, that's just how it goes. And if I take Cardinals publicly, then they lose, and they fucking yeah. lose me money. Re- regardless, the Chiefs... Look fucking great. However, there's no way I'm fucking laying four points on the against the Chargers because the Chargers are equally as good. And while the Chargers, the Chargers are not equally as good, yes, they are. Justin Herbert is for real. Um, it does worry me that Keenan Allen probably isn't going to play in this game, but Mike Williams is legit. Um, they have a great running game, but more importantly, adding Cleo Mack. Big difference, dude. They fucked the Raiders up, and they got they, in, they got in Carr's head very quickly because yeah. But, but we're we're talking about Carr versus Mahomes here. Let's true. be real about that. And the Chiefs' offensive line is better, but Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack rushing the passer is going it's, to be a problem this year, dude. It, yeah. it dude, it reared its naked head, and I gained like that was the difference in I that Raiders Chargers game. I gave it the first. Nine ten weeks. Cause Max getting older. He's still an elite athlete, dog. He's still a good. He athlete. looked fucking. He looked every bit of he's, uh, he's the dude that get... he once was on Sunday. He yeah. had what three sacks? I he mean, dude, he sacks. got he got to Car pretty easily, and and once they once they start hitting Car early on, you could see like he was rushing shit. He made a lot of bad throws in that game. Yeah. So. I just think four points is too much, bro. No. However, I I, my play in this game, Ben, under 54.5 because I think both these defenses are better than advertised. Yeah. And obviously, the Chargers' defense is much better than the Cardinals' defense. That Cardinals' defense fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. If J.C. Jackson plays this game, whole different element. But the Chargers really took away the middle of the field for the Raiders. They did. They pushed yeah. everything to the outside. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't scare me for... It does because you know, it takes with Kelsey, though. Yeah, but then, okay, then you have your choices. You have your Juju. You have your Scanlon. You have your Clyde Edward-Hilaire. You have your Moore. You have your McKinnon. You have your Hardman. Oh, like, yeah, the Chiefs got weapons, dude. They've got so, do the so many options. The only the only thing that would come into question for me is, is Brandon Staley going to call a fucking fourth and two in his own territory? Yeah. You know, he didn't last week. He actually made some quality decisions, dude. Yeah. This is best bet material. We don't see Kansas City at minus four. Oh, dude, this should be often. minus. If this was minus three, I would take Kansas City. 
three and a half, four, especially four. Give me the Chargers. No. Give me the Chargers. Um, but I really like this under under fifty four and a half. I think this is a low, a lower scoring game because I think that both these defenses are better than people think. I think they're both their defenses are very undervalued, and I think yeah. this shows in in this point spread. Um, but give me the Chargers plus four. Give me the under in this game. All right, let's move to uh, let's move to the next game. We got we got the. Uh, Commanders heading into Detroit, the Lions. Right now, the Commanders plus two and a half on the road. Uh, Lions minus two and a half. This opened at Commanders minus one. It's been flip flop bet all the way through zero. Yeah. Now the Commanders are a dog. Over under is forty. Actually, it's moved since we put this. It's forty nine now. Yeah. So it's total is forty nine. What do you think about this game, Ben? I mean, this is an interesting one because of what happened last week. Um, You know, the Lions came in and played a hell of a lot better game than I even thought about, you know, even dreaming of against Philadelphia there. Um, Still lost, but only lost by three Um, and put up 35 points, which was which was big. Um, but that showed, defense which is, showed more about Philadelphia's defense, to be honest. That too, but the Lions' defense is not good. Not good. Not good at all. Allowing 460 yards. There was, and they allowed like 270 the on the ground. <laughs> yeah, uh, 217 uh, rushing yards allowed, 243 by the air. And really, half of that was like all AJ Brown. Yeah. Um. So like. Well, here's the thing. I don't trust Washington, though. This is the thing about Washington. All right. They didn't run the ball very well last week. And their starting running back got shot. So he's not even playing. It's true. Brian Robinson. Yeah. Yes, they do have Antonio Gibson. And they have, um, what's the other dude that catches all the passes, Ben? His name's slipping my fucking mind. Andy Golden? Nah. The other dude, uh, it's not important because he's not that big. Of, he doesn't mean anything. To um, Curtis Samuel. No, Curtis Samuel is the wide McKissick. receiver. McKissick, that's him. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the one thing about the Lions is, A, they couldn't stop the run at all yeah. against the Eagles. So if the commanders are able to run the ball and it opens up the play-action pass, because they do have a lot of outside weapons. Johan Dotson looked great on Sunday. Yep. You still have McLaurin, Terry McLaurin. Good. Yep. And you have Curtis Samuel, too. I mean, they have a lot of talent on the outside. And, and Winston looked awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That defense, if, you know, honestly, Philadelphia's defense didn't look great to me. Like, they really let Jared Goff kind of pick them apart there. Yeah. And they were in the the Lions were able to run the ball. Now I do think the Lions have a better offensive line than the Commanders. Like I will put that out there. However, I think Carson Wentz is better than Jared Goff. Agreed for sure. So I don't know, dude. As a dog, I'm leaning towards the Commanders, dude. If I were able to get Detroit at home plus one, I would have taken that. Yeah, I don't like this number here. I don't want to lay two and a half. Uh, I'm not sure how the the Lions, to be honest, dude, they look kind of like shit. They had a backdoor cover, which is what I was fucking banking on in my handicap because yeah. they did that a lot last year. But yeah. now they're not a dog, Ben. Yeah, what, first time that they're favored in how many years? I think they weren't favored at all last year. It's probably no, been it two or like three years. Three years, yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it just it, Vegas puts out those numbers for a reason. And for it to flip what three points now without an injury without really anything. No, it's just a lot of money coming in on Detroit, dude. Yeah. But you got to remember the, the people betting these games early on are definitely the sharp, that's sharp money coming in early on your, your average public better isn't betting till Saturday, Saturday, Sunday morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know that is that is smart money, and that's what I was saying. Like, if I got Detroit plus one, I'm taking that. But mm-hmm. at plus two and a half, you know, 
This is probably a perfect spot for a, a teaser, to be honest. A teaser yeah. play. You tease Washington up to eight and a half, right? You know, it's six points there. Yeah, you do a six point teaser. You take Washington up to eight and a half, and then you 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 choose another team. You never want to go through zero, so you don't want to take lines plus into yeah. plus four or whatever, because if Washington could easily cover that, but you take it up to plus eight and a half, you get a you get a whole touchdown right in the yeah. two point conversion. So I mean, this could be this is a good teaser spot. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take Washington here. I also probably lean the over, Ben. I'm not gonna lie. Forty nine. Yeah, because both of these both of these defenses are pretty trash. Yeah, I think both these. Uh, well, specifically, I think Washington will be able to score on Detroit, mm-hmm. and I do think that 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 will open up possibilities. You know, Washington could be up, you know, thirty five twenty one at the end, or twenty eight fourteen. Yeah. Right, and then, you know, Detroit gets a meaningless touchdown at the end because they do that pretty well. Yeah. So I'm, I don't love this play, <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take Washington <laughs> yeah. plus two and a half. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I just to. wanted to talk about this one because it was it was interesting to see uh, the Lions being favorites here. Oh, for sure. I mean, like and they played a, a hell of a game against Philly. Lions are getting Philly better, dude. Out. The Lions yeah. are getting no. You thought Philly was going to win that game. A lot of people thought Philly was going to win that game. Yeah, well, they did. Well, they did, but, but they yeah. didn't cover. But a lot more, of people by did. more than three, yeah. Um, you know, Jalen didn't look great. Miles Sanders had a pretty good game. Jalen looked good on the ground. Yeah, that's the so thing about him though. He yards, can't throw yeah. the ball though, unless he's throwing a fucking five yard slant to AJ Brown. However, or Dallas, Dallas Goddard had. 60 yards, three receptions. Yeah, one of his plays was a fucking tight end screen that went for 27 like yards, yeah. Yeah, it went for like half of it. So, I don't know, dude. Everything I said about Philly looked like the truth, too. That's a team that has to play from ahead, period. If they don't play yeah. from ahead, they're fucked. Yeah. All right, let's move into uh, our next game. So, we're both taking commanders there, plus the points. Plus points, yeah. If Honestly, if you want to bet this game, I would wait. To see if this moves to three, because I do think that probably will. I do think public money will come in and push this to three, and then I yeah. would take Commanders plus three. Like I said, I think it's a perfect teaser spot though. Too, I think yeah. it's a great teaser spot. Yeah, and especially if it jumps to three, you get it at nine. Yep. Ooh. And this is another game that I think is a perfect teaser spot. So right now we got uh, the Bucks Saints. Bucks are heading into New Orleans right now. They are two and a half point favorites. Uh, Saints plus two and a half dogs at home over under is 44. This opened the total open 47 has been bet down to 44 and the total open minus three has been bet down to two and a half. So a lot of Saints money coming in. Yeah. Uh, let me see the ticket splits here. Saints only getting 59% of money, which does tell you that that's good money coming in on the Saints, dude. What's your thoughts? Because I know you like the Bucks here, and I like I the do Saints like the here. Bucks so. at two and a half. I, I I don't think that's enough to you know to cover this. I mean, we saw what they did to Dallas, which was supposed to be an offensively firing team, and they held Dak to fourteen and twenty nine. No, that that was never going to be an offensive power team, dude. Oh, absolutely. No, it was not. The handicap in that game was always that Dallas's defense was going to get to Tom Brady. That was the handicap. Absolutely, and Dallas's defense didn't get to Tom Brady. No, they did. They only scored how many points? Did they scored. They only scored like nineteen points. Nineteen points. Yeah, but, but Tampa Bay only allowed three. Yeah, against and Dallas I put, I, with with CD Lamb and three backup offensive linemen. Jameis Winston, first of all, is better than Dak Prescott. Second of all, Slant Thomas and Chris Olave are better than the two best wide receivers for the Cowboys. Cowboys have CeeDee Lamb and who? You can't even name their second receiver this year. No, I can't. That's what I'm Dude, the, the Saints are a much better team, and they got a better defense. Uh, Nick Brown. Noah Brown. Yeah, you don't even... Went to Ohio <laughs> State, by the way. Uh, I, I mean, I, we, we came into this game thinking that Brady was going to be unfocused and nah i mean he wasn't great 18 for 27 to 212 
a touchdown and interception. And they are not going to run the ball on the Saints like they did against the Cowboys. Yeah, but I don't think that this is a uh, – I think two and a half is too small. No. we got to remember, this is still one of the top offenses in the league. This is still yeah, one of the top defenses in the league. You're like – you're shitting on the Saints, dude. Like, you think the Saints are I'm not are shitting like a, on the Saints. It's two and a half points. But you think the Saints are like a bad team, dude. I don't think that Saints are the bad team. Well then, I don't why think Winston is, too, dude, is as good. They're at home and they're dogs. What do you I mean? I don't think that Winston is as good as you make him. Out he to hasn't be. lost as a starting quarterback of and the look Saints. Who he played. He beat the Packers last year. He beat the Bucks last year. The Saints had. I mean, the Bucks have. Tom Brady has not beaten the Saints in the regular season since he's been the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's never beat them. And Dennis Allen, who's the head coach of the Saints, is a huge part of that. They just squeaked out a win against Atlanta. I get that, but, dude, it's a different week. It is a different week. It definitely is a different week. I mean, the, the Bucks they beat the shit out of the Cowboys, but if you go back and look at that game, you're not like, oh, wow, the Bucks look great. You're more like, wow, the fucking Cowboys look like shit. Yeah, I just I don't see... Kamara being at the level that he was doesn't need don't to be see Ingram being at the level that he was Taysom Hill is not going to be going out there and getting a 20 yard average game rushing for you. So that's only going to rush the ball like once or game. twice. I, I think this Bucks defense is a hell of a lot stronger than Atlanta and that, okay. Yes, you're right. Atlanta has one of the best, they have the best you know, cornerback, arguably. Arguably. And, but he's definitely like top three. There's no debate about that. Uh, yeah, I just don't. The way that they played last week, I can't see them putting up nah, give me the points here. Give me the Saints minus two and a half or plus two and a half. Give me Saints money line. I'm going to go under 44 here. I would probably take the under as well. Um, only because I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be able to score that much. No Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. He's out. Um, their offensive line, they're missing three starters on their offensive line. They did not look good last last week against the uh, Cowboys. And if the Cowboys had any sort of offense and could s- sustain any sort of drives, that game looks totally different because the Cowboys' defense was worn out because the Cowboys kept going three and out on offense, three and out, yep. three and out, three and out, three and out. Saints' offense, much better. Give me the Saints here. They're going to win this game. I guarantee it. Lock it up. All right. It sounds like you've got a shot bet on here because you're so fucking confident on this. Best bet of the week, Saints money line as a dog. Give it to me, baby. Give me all of it. I'm taking under 44 as uh, as my bet for this game. But you like Bucks. But I do like Bucks. I lean the Bucks. yes. All right. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Dolphins. Okay, if if the Bucks the Bucks win by what three? Is that two and a half two right and now? Two and a half, yeah. Okay, we'll do a shot bet on it. Okay, Bucks win by three. You're Fair. taking a shot. If uh, Saints lose by two and a half or less, you're taking a shot. Fair. All right. Let's I won't do it. make you take five any shots. Henny? Well, me and Irvin actually, me and, me and Irv have a new bet where, okay. I, where I'm where i going to have to drink Hennessy. Um, I've never drinking Hennessy before, so. I have, dude, and it brings back bad memories. So I told him, <laughs> I was like, bro, if I if I have to smell Hennessy, I'm probably throwing up, so you're going to have to deal with that on there the show, go. dude. So there I'm going to have to get go. a bucket next to me, dude. Classy. Yeah, I mean that's what we do here at Tap Room Sports, bro. We we make bets and we pay them, we repay them. So there you go. You know, if it happens, you know it's gonna happen. Yep. We have a bet on. Uh, I forget what the bet is actually. It's on one of the conferences in in college football. Okay. I, I gotta I gotta look it up. I got it written down somewhere. Obviously, I'm not too worried about it if if I don't remember it. All right, let's move on to this next game, Ben. We got uh, the Dolphins heading into Baltimore to face the Ravens. Right now, the Ravens are minus three and a half. Dolphins plus three and a half. The over-under is 40 
four and a half. What do you think about this one? Even though they got a big win last week against the Patriots, I have to go with the Ravens. Um, this opened at four, by the way. It's been bet down to three and a half. Bet down to three and a half. So yeah, money coming um, in on on Miami. I, I mean, New England just looked horrible last week. I mean, Dolphins do have a, a health a lot better defense than you know what the Jets can throw out there, but. Ah, man. But the thing is, is like I don't think Miami looked great. Like they no, got Miami didn't. They got some fortunate turnovers, dude. That yeah, they did pass the ball well, but they didn't run the ball at all. Nah, that was a problem Only last year. Five rushing yards. They still can't run the ball. Yeah, and Baltimore is one of the best teams against a rush. Well, Baltimore didn't run the ball at all either, and they played the Jets. Well, the Baltimore Jets had less running uh, <sighs> rushing yards. Than the than the Dolphins did last week. Both of these teams did not run the ball, and they didn't allow the run. Yeah, but one of these teams has Lamar Jackson. Yeah, one of these teams was playing the Jets last week, and one of these teams was playing the Patriots, who had a defensive coordinator calling plays for him. True, and Mac Jones got hurt. That's true. Is he gonna see time? He's gonna bench? be he's gonna be out for a couple weeks, but it could be a blessing in disguise because Billy Zappi is the backup, and that kid's nice from Western Kentucky. But he is a rookie. <clears throat> um, but man, I I know I money's more here. I know money's come in on Miami at plus three and a half, but I'm with you, dude. I like Baltimore too. I think that's a play here. Um, Baltimore didn't look good last week, but a, a part of it was because they didn't play starters during the preseason. Yeah, and Miami during the preseason didn't look good against <laughs> starters with their starters. And to be honest, like they didn't really look that great against the Patriots either, outside yeah. of a couple plays. And Tua missed a couple big throws uh, to Tyreek Hill, and those those aren't going to be available against the the uh, the Ravens here. Yeah, I do think that this, you know. Baltimore being at home, I think, changes a lot. Because if this was at Miami, I probably feel a, a different way about it. It would also probably be like Miami minus one and a, or Baltimore minus one and a half. And I would probably take Miami at home as a dog. But here, yeah, man, give me the give me the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to be much better. I, th- I thought that one game was a warm up. Ben, it was their yeah. warm up to get ready for for this week, right? Yeah. I'm not high on this Dolphins team, dude. I don't like this team. Mike McDaniel, I think, got really lucky. And the Patriots suck in Miami historically. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a little bit of time to get this offense kind of in line. I think what McDaniel brings to the table is an offensive coach that they really haven't had. But I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be, you know, flip the switch. Now you're an offensive team. This is going to be the game where Tyreek Hill's on the sideline bitching that he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. This is that Very game, true. dude. This yeah. is the game where it happens, bro. Uh, I mean, you do have uh, Fuller out. Um, Kyle Fuller is out. He's what their top for who? Quarterback, um, Baltimore. Yeah, he's out for the year. But I mean, dude, this is a Baltimore Marcus team Peter that played without. This is a Baltimore team that played without fifty players last year, bro. Like. That's true. They're used to this, man. Yeah. It's next man up there, and they still got Lamar Jackson. He's healthy. Yeah. And Duverlay looked really good. Duvernay. Yeah. Rashad Bateman looked good. I like this. I like this Baltimore team, dude. After week one, Baltimore's defense is still ranked number four. Yeah. And they gave up a lot of yards to the Jets. They did. I like I like Baltimore in this spot, dude. I think this yeah. is a, a Baltimore play all day. Probably lean the over on the total. Don't love it, but. Oh, wow. Miami Dolphins, second-ranked defense. Yeah, because they got, like, three turnovers. But, I mean, dude, some of their turnovers are, like, that's those are hard to replicate every week, dude. You're not going to get yeah. three turnovers every game, dude. Yeah, and points allowed and only allowing seven points. Not going to happen. At all. Give me the Ravens, bro. Yeah. Give me the Ravens here. 
All right, let's move into this fucking next dog shit game. We got the Arizona Cardinals heading into the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, right now, the Raiders are minus five and a half. This game opened two and a half, so it's been heavily bet on the Raiders. Right, I'm actually seeing six at some spots. Yeah, I see six. Yeah, you can get six. I mean, the Raiders just getting ton of money, dude. Ton of money pouring in on the Raiders. Um. Before I go, I'll let you talk, Ben. What What do you think about this game? I mean, if it's six, I think I gotta go Arizona here. I agree. Um, I hate it, that I agree. Uh, I, I mean, mean Arizona, Arizona looked like shit. Dude. Arizona did look like shit, but they were going against Kansas City, and the Raiders are not Kansas City offense. Facts. Um, and their defense isn't Kansas City good. Either. Their defense isn't Kansas City defense either. Um, so I think they'll be able to get points here. Um, I, th- I mean, I don't trust Carr, especially after what we saw last week. Like those were easy, easy interceptions for uh, for a Chargers team who, in my eyes, doesn't get too many good reads like that. I mean, they yeah. get good reads, but not. They don't intercept the ball a lot. Um, so, I, I mean, I would take probably plus 196, which I'm seeing is kind of an average for your money line here. For who? For Arizona. Only plus 196? Yeah, plus 200. Doubling your money. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm I'm not high on either of these teams, to be honest. Um <laughs> However, I do think the Cardinals have talent on their defense. It's just their defensive coordinator fucking sucks. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to coach a defense. And there's even, like, ongoing jokes because his brother is a coach, too, his younger brother. And everybody's always like, oh, well, hopefully he doesn't take Vance's uh, tendencies, right? I mean, they're a joke, dude. They are an absolute fucking joke. I do... Uh, like the Cardinals with the points here. I just think it's too much, dude. The Raiders, yeah, shouldn't be laying five and a half at this point after yeah. after last week, and especially coming into last week. Like, I didn't think the all the issues I had about the Raiders, their offensive line wasn't good. Nope, and their defense. The yeah, and and they can't run the ball, and their defense struggled at times, dude. Yeah, and honestly, like. Herbert missed a lot of throws. I also felt like the Chargers got very conservative there at the end because they kept getting turnovers, almost too conservative, which is not Brandon Staley's style, which was a little yeah. weird. Um, but I'm 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 in agreement with you, dude. I think you got to take the points here with Arizona. There's no way that the Raiders are as good as Kansas City, and the Cardinals can replicate how bad they were last week. I, yeah. I don't think they're that bad. Yeah. Like they're gonna they're not a great team, but they're not a terrible team either. I think I think these two like my power ratings have these two teams as more of a pick'em. And then so on the road, I would have the Raiders minus three. So I, I if I'm getting five and a half, six points, dude, I'm taking the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed here. All right, so we're both on Cardinals there. Plus six, yeah. Plus six. And then we'll move over to the Bears-Packers. Um, so the Bears coming off a big win against the Niners. They're laying, I mean, they're catching 10 points, so they're plus 10 dogs. Um, Packers minus 10. Over-under is 42, man. What do you think about this one? Um, What's the weather like going to be like? Well, this is in Lambeau. In Green Bay, 74 clear skies um so i tens a lot of points but i think i'm gonna go with green bay yeah green bay at 10 here um chicago did not look good against the niners um i think the The weather had a lot to do with that yeah oh absolutely weather played a huge game huge part of that game and i think the you know the niners threw away a lot of points through penalties and uh, I don't think Green Bay is going to be as bad defensively as we saw them, you know, this last week against Minnesota. They weren't Minnesota, even bad but... defensively. They were bad defensively for a half. Yeah. You know, they only allowed 23 points. Yeah. I'm looking at that 400 total yards that they allowed, which is not. Well, points not is the there. ultimate. Yeah. The, the biggest problem with the Packers, Ben, is that first quarter, 
Aaron Rodgers throws a deep ball to Christian Watson. He's wide open. He drops it. Yeah. After that, deflated, dude. Yeah. The team just stunk it up. I think they get back to it at practice. They figure each other. This team has chemistry to build. That defense was good, but more importantly, Ben, they were able to run the ball against Minnesota. Yeah. But they were playing from behind, so they weren't yeah. really able to like continue running the ball. Uh, the Packers have to be able to, they have to run the ball. They have to establish the run first and foremost and play off of their run. If, and I think they're going to do that this week. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this Bears team is that good. No. If the weather wasn't crazy, the Niners probably blow them out the fucking water. Yeah. Right. But uh, Niners made some stupid penalties. But a lot of it was, yeah, there was stupid penalties, but the weather was like crazy. Yeah, it bro. did play even a factor in those. The weather was yeah. the weather was insane, dude. Yeah. So I think that given all of that, like I'm gonna lay the ten points here, and I don't do this in NFL. Yeah. But I I do think that the the Packers plus Aaron Rodgers owns the fucking Bears, dude. Like yeah. he literally is their fucking dad. Yeah. So I I like this game here. I don't think the Bears are that good, and I think it's going to show here. Um, did we get a weather update on it? Do we have any weather? Seventy two degrees in Green Bay. Yeah, Clear. give me the Packers. Yeah. AJ Dillon, take AJ Dillon in your daily fantasy. Take him. Start him in your fantasy. I think AJ yeah. Dillon's going to have a big fucking day. I like the Packers here, minus, t- minus yeah. 10. 10's a lot, but I think that's okay. It is a lot. I'm willing to actually lay it, though, which yeah. tells you something. Yeah. Justin Fields was terrible. Yeah, no, nah, he wasn't even that good, dude. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he wasn't good, but neither was Trey Lance. 17. But yeah. the weather was sh- dog shit, dude. Yeah, 8 for 17, 121 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. It was nasty. Yeah. It was nasty. All right. Let's go, y'all. Let's get some best bets, Ben, for this week. Two best bets that we're going to put out that won't be part of our five we'll put out later. These are, these are two best bets from these games right here, Ben. All right. So first bet, best, best bet we're going to do, we got to do it, Kansas City minus four. I think this team just has way too much of an offensive firepower. Uh, The Chargers are a good team, but I I don't think we see the options that Kansas City has, whether it's Kelsey, Juju, Valdez Scanling, Clyde Edward-Lair, Sky Moore, McKinnon, Hardman. The list just goes on and on and on. So um, I think this offense is just going to be way too much for uh, the Chargers to handle. So if you're only giving me four points, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it and run with it. Um, the second game that I'm going to go with is uh, is we're going to go with the plus six of the Carolina, or sorry, the Arizona Cardinals uh, over the Las Vegas Raiders. I just don't think this Raiders offense uh, gets the gets the job done here. Um, Kansas City, or sorry, uh, Arizona is not going to have a, as difficult of a time uh, stopping the offense that they did last week against Kansas City. So if you're giving me six points, I'd wait even longer um, and let the uh, you know, let the public bet that up. But even at six, I'll take it. All right, I'm going to go New Orleans money line. I like them to win outright versus the Bucks. We're going to take a, what is it, plus 125, 130? Uh, New Orleans money line pulling that up right now. That is, of course, uh, plus 130. I'm pretty good with my numbers. Yeah, so we're going to take New Orleans plus 130 money line. And then for the second bet, we're going to take Ravens minus three and a half. Yeah, I like that one as well. I think they uh, I think they cover even with the hook. Give me the Ravens. Yeah. Minus three and a half. Let's go. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you all for real. I'll be back tomorrow night with Irvin. We'll be previewing some college football games, talking about some college football bets. And then Ben and I will be back on Sunday to recap NFL and talk about the two. We have two Monday night games that we're going to talk about yeah. on Monday. So y'all definitely going to want to tap into that. That is going to be a fun episode because you're going to get straight reactions straight off the Sunday night, the Sunday, Sunday night action. So definitely tap in with us. 
throw a little baseball in there too. Oh yeah, we got a lot of baseball to talk about. We're heading into the playoffs, dude. And y'all didn't yep. get get our baseball talk this week, but yeah, we will be talking baseball for the rest of the year until the World Series ends. So definitely gonna want to tap in for that. Uh, make sure you go to devour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code Taproom for ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty five dollars or more. Yep. For Big Ball and Ben Larson, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Did you watch the new Cobra Kai yet, Ben? No. Got too many things going on. Ben got too many things Good going thing. on. Too many shows. We'll see y'all I'm still, later. I'm still going on Bear. So <laughs> Bear's a great show. That's that. Uh, I haven't even watched the whole thing. But we'll see y'all. Like we'll see y'all tomorrow. Me and Irving. Tap in with us. Let's go. Let's